When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Mail checks, invoices, documents, and everything you need to keep your business running. Get rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS. And with the mobile app, you can take care of mailing on the go. Make the same no-brainer decisions as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by GhostBed.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. If you're going to bet on sports, bet with MyBookie.com, where instant access to the action allows you to bet anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use the promo code DRINKINGBROS and get started with a double deposit bonus up to $1,000 at MyBookie.com. What's up? Welcome back to Tomahawked. I am your host, Rob Fox. I'm joined by Dan Holloway, and we've got some fucking day ball going on yeah. today. Good, good day ball, too. Yeah. This was, uh, we got Braves, Brewers in uh, top of the fourth inning, I believe. Dansby Swanson is up right now. We're watching along live. Uh, the Braves hit a couple of monster dongs last at bat. And uh, off the bats of what? Ozuna and Riley. Riley hit a three-run bomb, and then Ozuna yeah. went right mm. after him and hit another bomb. I think I said before the before we started the thing, put the balls in the humidor today because those things got yeah, fucking yeah. crushed. Well, Dansby just crushed that ball. If I had to guess, we don't have stat cast on this because it's a regular Bally's uh, broadcast. Um, boom. God. But I'm guessing that ball probably came off the bat at like 103, 104. I mean, you can see how hard it's hit. It is eight to shortstop up. They're Not a fun hop either. No, and it looks like uh, Corbin Burns is pitching for the Brewers today, and let's be real, uh, his – his fucking uh, season so far has been pretty good. I'll, I've got some stats here, actually. Let me find them. Um. <clears throat> yeah, so just to frame this game up for those who haven't been watching along, the rubber match between the Brewers and the Braves, two division favorites going into the year, and uh, aces on the mound in Corbin Burns and Max Freed going up against each other. Yeah. So far, uh, Freed is is uh, outdueling his game. Yeah, he, looks, he hasn't really been touched yet. Um so Corbin Burns, since in his last 41 starts before today, since August uh, 28th of 2020, uh, 2.12 ERA um, opponents sl- are slashing 194, 242, and 274 against him and striking out 36% of the time. Yeah. So today is clearly an aberration. His, his ball looks a little flat today. Yeah. Like he, tried, he, he throws that really good running fastball uh, inside to right-handers, and he left two... Uh, one came in over the plate to Riley, and he fucking crushed it. And the other one, Ozuna, two nights in a row, they thrown him inside fastballs below the hand. You yeah. can't do it. Like, if you throw inside to Ozuna, it needs to be above the hands. Yeah. He had fought, he obliterated both yeah. those balls. But the one Riley, right, like that, Burns just left. I mean, that was like center center. Yeah. Like, that that ball was. It didn't run at all back in no. towards the inside of the plate. And look, Riley, you can get Riley out throwing uh, two-seam fastballs inside. He doesn't handle that pitch very well. Um, he has been going he he was pretty good at going inside out last year. Yeah. And he's been kind of cold this year. That's something I was going to talk about uh in a bit. But uh yeah, he hasn't been kind of flipping the ball to the other side of the field as much this year. Uh for whatever reason. I mean, it's early. But yeah, uh the Braves have looked awesome. I don't know how much did you get to see much of that inning before cuz you were doing the show uh before uh Riley's home run. No, I missed most of it. Um, so Olsen, but Olsen went up the middle. I saw that. It was a nice. Olsen, nice 
like absolutely ground out in a bat. Started out, or Olsen did, and uh, or yeah, Olsen did for sure. Olsen, I think, started 02. Or no, Riley started 02 and ground, got back into mm-hmm. it and hit that home run. But Olsen, too, uh, was fouling the ball off a ton. It was a really, it was a really, really fucking good at bat wow. by, uh, by Olsen. So it yeah, was a I'm- good, they, they, the Braves have uh, not. They've been pretty just fucking trash offensively. Well, they haven't. Um, <clears throat> there hasn't been any point in the season where they've. Um, the strength of their lineup is when uh, uh, the bottom third of the order is doing well and setting the table for the top third of the order, mm-hmm. right? Um, now they had runs where earlier in the season the bottom of the order was doing well, but the top of the order just wasn't there yet um and mostly because people were batting out of position yeah right acuna was out he came back the bottom of the order kind of cooled off a little bit now they're starting to get warmed up again but he was out for a couple days now he's back and today uh yesterday and today they're looking pretty good although two days ago they struck out 16 goddamn times yeah that was a bit much so that was something i wanted to talk about the the braves offense has been kind of uh surprisingly good today against mm. Burns and kind of carrying over from the last two or three innings of yesterday as yeah. well. Cause they were getting dominated again for a good part of yesterday. Yep. Uh, let's see if they're going to turn this. No way. That's safe. There you go. Okay. Duvall grounds into fielder's choice. Um, but this is, this game in particular has been pretty atypical. I was looking at, like, I know their offense has been terrible the last couple mm. of weeks and, uh, I wanted to kind of look into it just to see it's, it's real fucking bad. By the way, on the year, for the whole season so far, we lead the major leagues in strikeout percentage. Yeah. 26% of the time, the Braves are striking out. Yeah, I think they're, uh, let's see, team-wise in home runs, fifth. Yes. So that's good. But we also lead the league in uh, solo home runs mm-hmm. by a pretty wide margin. I think we got like 35 or something <sighs> of, the, of the 45. Or, yeah. It's 32 of the 45 home runs are solo shots. It's not good. Right. That's, it's, and it seems like they're just kind of completely selling out for the, for the home run. <clears throat> yeah, maybe. I mean, uh, who knows, man? I don't know. Uh, I expect it, Ozuna to do that. Mm. I expect uh, Duvall to do that for the first six innings if there's no one on base, especially. Mm-hmm. I don't really expect, like, Riley or even Olsen or, or uh, Albies is kind of 50-50. Um, or like Swanson, like I don't expect those guys to do it, let alone, or, or even Darno. So it's it's a little bizarre to me that they're they all seem to be kind of just chasing that still. Yeah, maybe maybe it's uh, just a lack of focus, like going up. That that's what I, what I was talking about a couple of weeks ago with Riley. Um, just it seemed like he didn't have a plan at the plate. He was down o two all the time. Yeah, like you, you people. <clears throat> especially younger guys, sometimes when they struggle, uh, that's another fielder's choice on those two outs. Um, yeah, people are younger guys when they struggle tend to be like, all right, I'm going to calm down. I'm going to take some pitches and blah, blah, blah. And pitchers aren't fucking stupid, man. They know if you're, if you're up there and you're looking at the first pitch every time and you're not ambushing them, they're just going to throw a fastball right down the goddamn middle and you're going to look like an idiot. Then you're going to, and it's, there's a psychological effect to that where you take a fastball down the middle and you're like, fuck, that was my one pitch for this at bat. Cause usually you get one pitch per at bat that you Mm -hmm. can actually hit. 
Um, and you're waiting for it. It's not the first pitch, although a lot of dudes yeah. like, a, like Acuna, for example, uh, especially at the start of games, kind of makes a mm. living on just obliterating your get-it-over fastball. Well, not just Acuna. I mean, that, that's one of the things that – that was the hallmark of Freddie Freeman's game, mm-hmm. right? That and going to left center. Uh, like, he ambushed the fuck out of people all the time. Yeah. Dansby does it, too, when he's hot. But you haven't seen a whole lot of uh, <clears throat> a whole lot of great at bats. No, strung together from the Braves. Uh, we saw a couple tonight, but you can see last inning was fantastic. Last yeah. inning, like I said, Olsen had a great at bat, and then Riley had a great fucking at bat, and actually Acuna did too. I mean, Acuna got on base as well, but like the Olsen and Riley at bats, especially because Riley started out o two, and it was like. It was a pretty shitty 0-2. I think one of them was a bad strike call, and the other one was him kind of helplessly trying to mm. defend what he thought was... what I think he knew it was a ball, but he was like, I gotta, I gotta defend the plate on this one, and uh, just missed it. So it was kind of a, a... Not a great swing, I guess. But, uh, I mean, yeah, they fucking battled back. I mean, Burns is the type of guy you expect to just bury him. Yeah. Once they get down like <clears throat> well, that. He's, he's not particularly sharp today. Uh, he's already thrown 70 pitches through four innings, so... Uh, it's still a relatively close game. It's four zero. That's not out of hand. Oh yeah. Uh, the Brewers are, you know, look, their offense isn't spectacular by any stretch of the imagination, but they can definitely still come back in this game. No. Um, uh, Telez, Roddy Telez had a good at bat against Freed an inning or two ago. Where I think he had. I think he saw like <laughs> ten pitches. He was found a lot off, but yeah, typically, I mean, that was the Brewers' entire bag last year, right? Like they were all pitching. Yeah. Essentially. By the way, I think it was, yeah, it was the first game, the game the Brewers won uh, when uh, Devin Williams was on in the eighth, right? Because mm-hmm. they have, had their setup man, and then Hayter came on in the ninth. Watching him pitch, because I didn't really really watch him at all last year, I just knew he was good. I was like, oh, yeah, fuck, they probably could have used this guy uh, in the NLDS yeah. last year. <laughs> For those who don't remember, Williams uh, broke his hand punching a wall in celebration after they won the division. Yeah, he did a uh, <clears throat> the same thing that, What's his nuts? Inoa did. Inoa, yeah. Inoa also did it in Milwaukee. Yeah. Um, they've actually gotten off to a pretty good offensive start this year, too, though. They're, uh, Telez, is, I think he's like got eight or nine home runs or something like that. <laughs> well, they're fourth in home runs and uh, uh, fifth in RBI so far this year. So they're looking pretty good. And, and they went on, <clears throat> I don't remember how many in a row they won, but they, they got themselves into really good position in the central uh, but the Cardinals have maintained pace. I mean, they're only two and a half games back. So, um, and it seems like <clears throat> the Braves just have the Brewers' number. It's it's the Braves are their mountain to climb, and I guess in in some of the or something similar to the Braves defeating the Dodgers last year in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, don't be surprised if these two teams meet up in the playoffs again, and don't be surprised if the Brewers win. You know, I mean, that, that's their hill to climb. It's like that little extra motivation to sharpen up and do everything the right way, take every single pitch of every single bat seriously, and it makes a difference on the team. I kind of got the feeling in uh, Monday's game watching Peralta pitch against the Braves. Mm-hmm. If you remember that Peralta game, it was the one they pulled him early. Yeah. And I don't, <clears throat> I think that was, I don't think that was the clinching game. I think it was. I think it was the game Jock Peterson won with the mm. with his homer, and that was it. But yeah. like, it was basically like Peralta was dealing, but they kind of just did that playoff shit where they pulled him. Early. I, I, it could have just me, been me projecting, but it felt like Peralta was <clears throat> that was a real fuck you game. Yeah, that, he was not happy. Um, and they've got 
they, they've got a serious pitching staff. Burns, Woodruff, and Peralta. Um, <clears throat> anything else that happens behind that? Like the, the Devin Williams and Hayter at the back that, end of your bullpen. That's the best back end of the bullpen in baseball. It, it's got, well, Hayter's, he's pretty fucking good. He, he's uh, like. Um, you know, the only <clears throat> run he's given up since last July was Freddie Freeman's playoff homer. Yeah. Not surprised by that. Like, it's fucking insane. And that, that was, wasn't that the only left home run he gave up to a lefty all season he had, last year or something yeah, like that? Yeah, it had been like two years since mm. he'd given up a homer to a lefty. Yeah, he's legit. I mean, he's, he's a, an exceptional player. I, I think they're still probably missing something on the offensive side. Well, like Andrew McCutcheon at DH, that's not, that's not, that, that's not helpful. What they were missing last year. And to an extent, the year before as well, although COVID, you can just kind of, mm. whatever, it's the COVID year. But um, they might have it back a little bit this year uh, is Yelich, right? Like, they don't necessarily need to add a piece so much as they need Christian Yelich to be Christian Yelich again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, he had a 170. Did he win the MVP in 2019? Was that when he won? It was 18 or 19, yeah. I don't okay. Remember. But, I mean, in 18, I think it was 19 because he had 44 home runs mm. and 30 stolen bases <clears throat> in 2019. Um, 174 WRC plus, and then the, the next two years were 112 and 101. This year, he's back up to 120. Already has five homers and four stolen bases, uh, 24 runs, 20 RBIs. I mean, if Yelich can give him even in the 120, 130 range, like forget 170. Like if he can give him 25 to 30 homers and and be an actual like adult bat in the middle of the lineup, yeah, like that's they've solved a lot of their problems right there. I feel like sure, and they've got a little bit of. Uh... They got a little bit of draft capital as well that they might use to go out and get somebody like uh, Cedric Mullins or somebody like that. Like I can't imagine that Mullins is going to be a Baltimore Oriole by the end of the season. No, I, I would. Be. I would be shocked if that's the case, or Trey Mancini for that matter. Like I can't imagine either one of those dudes staying in Baltimore. So there's options out there at the break. It'll be interesting to see. Like we're we're at that point in the season. Uh, there's a. Potential nice double play double ball, but probably play. not. Got him. Oh, man. Oh, close. Uh, yeah, that, that's a hard one to turn. Yeah. Um, Yelich is pretty fast. Things are starting to come together for teams. Like, they're, they're figuring out their identity and stuff like that. You know, you can't really project success until you know that, mm-hmm. until all your players are locked in. I mean, <clears throat> the roster doesn't shrink down to its final size until the end of this month. And uh, that's particularly... Uh, just glad Freed didn't get stuck yeah, he's down out. here. He's safe. Um, that, another, that's the more clumsy foot, foot one yeah, by Freed at first. Um, it wouldn't have mattered, but... Um, yeah, it, it's particularly uh, relevant for pitching staffs, yeah. but I, I would say um, <clears throat> for lineups as well, uh, teams are starting to figure out who they are, and you know now you can start projecting a little bit. And, you know, if it's... Uh, if it's a move you're thinking about making sometime in July or August before the deadline, you can, you can uh, role play some of that stuff. Like put, let, let, let's say, just for sake of argument, the Braves wanted to bring in somebody uh, to replace Duvall. Not that they would, but right. let's say they did. Uh, but they want that person to be like a table setter kind of guy, and they're not too much worried about home runs. They want to get people on base in the bottom third of the order, and they're looking at a high OBP guy. They might be able to move uh, Duvall down to the 8-9 slot, put Dansby at the 7 slot or something like that, and, and practice with that lineup to see what it might look like. Yeah. Uh, 
And now the, you you don't the, this season because it started late in spring training was fucked up. Usually this is about the time of the year you would start experimenting like that with different lineups. Um, but I think we're, we're getting to that point now. So it'll be really interesting. The Braves have been shifting their lineup around quite a bit the last two weeks or so. Yeah, I mean they jumbled it just the other Ooh. day just to just to fucking try to wake it up because no, it was so bad. <laughs> I mean, what they they dropped Riley out of the three hole. They put him in at six or seven. I yeah. Um, I think Swanson was leading off because he was actually hitting pretty well. Uh, and also, so this is one thing I wanted to ask you about, because one of the reasons, another reason they did that is because they held Acuna out for a couple mm. games. And what do you, h- how long should they be kind of kid-gloving Acuna? <clears throat> well, if it's something like uh, a groin or hamstring, I, I don't know that they're kid-gloving. That's just like... One of those nagging injuries that can nag all season or turn into something more serious. Yeah. So I think they probably would have done that regardless. Um, they actually let him play a couple of games when it was still sore. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> but what you don't want is a guy favoring a tendon strain and, and leaning on a ligament and popping that motherfucker again. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, that's the big worry. So I don't know. I mean, he's still, technically speaking, he's still inside the recovery window for <laughs> that kind of injury. Uh, but, you know, whatever. Uh, what's this guy doing? Uh, the they ball? just shot a foul ball into into their own dugout. I like the Brewers. Uh, they they played around with some ugly uniforms, but I, the the mitt with the ball in the middle of it that's their best uniform. Yeah, this is they need to pretty much like never change from this version of the uniform. The best I like the road alts <laughs> with the navy yeah. top and then the yellow panel on mm-hmm. the front of the hat with the MB glove logo, or whatever. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I have. Uh, a Paul Molitor version of that jersey at my house. Paul Molitor is one of my favorite all-time baseball players. Um, I'm a huge fan of him. First and third for Freed. Getting a little... Uh, this is, what, third time through the order? Second time? Probably second time. Second time, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so... He just uh, missed his spot on the on a couple of pitches. He didn't get that in far enough. He's actually not... Uh, Freed's gotten lucky a couple times a day on pitches that leaked out over the plate that should have been inside. Yeah. This, that um, was Renfro's uh, second hit of the game as well. So yeah. Renfro's seen him He sees it well pretty today. well, yeah. Um, they're going to have a little conversation here. Uh, I don't know <clears throat> Tyrone Taylor very much. That's who's coming up to hit now. Uh, he's he's kind of squeaked around with Milwaukee for the past couple of years, and he's getting uh, – some pretty regular playing time now. <clears throat> so yeah. yeah, he probably hasn't seen uh Max Reed that much. Probably not. I mean, he's what? He's a, he's never played more than 93 games in a season, so yeah, yeah it's but uh I don't really remember him from the playoffs last year, although the Brewers didn't score very much in the playoffs. No. N- neither team did in that series, but uh, he had he had two plate appearances last mm-hmm. year and uh struck out one of them, and that was it. So he was clearly coming off the coming off the bench last year. Well, Max is looking for the double play right here. He wants him to roll over, low and away fastball, probably maybe a changeup. Like you got to be careful with the changeup. Mm. Yeah, he he's missing his spots right now. <clears throat> you got to be careful with the changeup when you're trying to roll a double play and there's a guy on third because soft contact is not optimal. Like right. you want a guy to hit it pretty firmly to one of your infielders. They'll um, they'll probably trade the run here though. Uh, certainly they would, yeah. But you want the double play. Yeah. 
And he's going to, he's going to, I would throw a curveball right here in the same spot. He wanted that fastball to be there. there. You go. Well, he tried it. He, he missed his spot again, though, right? Yeah. Like that, he fouled that off the inside part of the bat right here. If he had thrown it where he wanted to, he would have hit it off the end of the bat out here, probably the third base. And that would have been a double play. But, you know, <clears throat> what I like to see from, uh, and it's the difference between good and great when you're a pitcher is having a game plan that extends beyond just the next pitch. You know what right. I mean? So, Let's see. What is he throwing here? Is it a low and away fastball? He really yeah. wants that double play. Otherwise, he'd be going inside right now. Fuck. Oh, left it up. All Let's right. Taylor in drives in a run. 4-1 Atlanta. <clears throat> Yelich scores. First and second. A little more manageable, I guess. Yeah, he was looking for that pitch, and that's why, you know, it's, it's a strategy question, right? Do you want to get the double play and get out of it, or do you want to get this guy out? Right. Like do you think you- that's – is that almost a little akin to uh, what we talked about the other day, throwing over to the first base too much? Yeah, I mean, I, I think you got to, once you get a guy down two strikes. No, that, yeah. was, that wasn't even a fastball. That looked like a changeup. Uh, it does look a little bit like a changeup. It yeah. said 90. Um, <clears throat> yeah, if, you, if you're throwing the changeup low and away, you want it to be out of the zone. You don't want to put that pitch in the strike zone because it's basically a batting practice fastball at that yeah. point, right? Especially if the guy's looking for it. Um, and you don't throw a changeup off of a curveball that frequently either. Um, no. It's, so his curve was 77, the changeup was 90. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, the changeup even if I mean there there weren't it, it it was 1 and 2, right? So you still have a pitch where you can buzz him inside and then throw that changeup yeah. away. That's probably how he should have gone, but again, just focusing on the batter, especially when you got a lefty coming up. I know Telez is a fucking legit uh power threat and you don't want to fucking uh walk the bases loaded or anything no. to bring him up, but like I said, Telez, it looks like it's this way this time, too, but Telez had a really fucking good at-bat his yeah. first time up. I mean, he saw... He had some, he had a good, he had some good at-bats against, uh, against uh, Freed in the playoffs, too. Yeah. Against a lot of Braves pitchers, actually. He, yeah, who did he crush in game one? That, was that Morton? Uh, I believe it was Morton, yeah. yeah. He had, like, a fucking three-run homer, just, like, destroyed that ball. And then he, he blasted... He killed a ball in game four, too, mm. but that we <clears> ended up winning, but... Uh, oh, they're using the... Uh, the uh, Pitchcom, yeah. Now are they? Yeah, yeah. I just saw it on Darno's uh, on his kit there. That's I, funny. Maybe it's different players. Some like players it, some do, some players know. don't. I know the Dodgers don't use it at all. Because yesterday, <laughs> I don't know if you saw this. Kimbrel purposefully balked a guy to third base because he thought he was stealing signs. Interesting. <laughs> uh, I mean, you're Craig Kimbrel, so maybe just hit the guy in the face. <laughs> um, that's a strike. Oof. Telez didn't like that one. <clears throat> I mean, it was a bad frame and not where he wanted it, but that was a strike. You got to wonder what this dude's career is going to look like in a couple years. I mean, he's got a real... He's never had... Who, Telez? Yeah, he's never been able to stay healthy at any point in his career, and you got to wonder if it's another Prince Fielder situation where he's just carrying around too much. Like, baseball players that carry around a lot of weight, they don't last that long, typically. No, especially if they weirdly go vegan in the middle of it, too. <laughs> oh, God man, nice rip. That'll be an RBI. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, four two, Brewers now. Telez with an RBI. It's good yeah. for my fantasy team, at least. Yeah, I haven't even checked on mine today. <sighs> Man. I picked up Telez off the waiver wire. Um, well, he's. Uh, I can't believe he was on the fucking waiver wire. Who let him go? No one. No one. He just didn't get drafted. And nobody had taken him until now. No. No. Well, you're gonna first base is pretty deep. You're gonna win your league <laughs> if that's the case. Jesus Christ. Um, 
Yeah, he's just missing his spots a little bit. He looks a little bit like uh, Burns looked in that last inning. He does, yeah. Maybe it's something with the ball. Uh, maybe it's just baseball. Who knows? Yeah, whatever. I mean, um, so what was looking like a super-duper dominant freed outing might hopefully just turn into a run-of-the-mill, very good freed outing. Mm. You know, six innings, two runs. It's, I mean, he's, I think he came into this inning with uh, 45-ish pitches, mm. something around there. So he's thrown 17 to get one out. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> not ideal. Yeah, he's... Uh, uh, He's at his best when he's attacking and not nibbling. Like that changeup, yeah. blowing away, dude. And, and he was really nibbling yeah. on those last couple batters. He was trying to get the double play. Fuck that. Get the out. So I, I mentioned that earlier. That's what Kranitz told him, by the way. He's like, hey, get yeah. these guys out. Fuck the double play. Right. Double play will happen if it happens. Get these guys out. That's what I would tell him. It's like him. trying too hard to get laid. Uh, yeah. You just got to hang out. Wanting to be book is not book. Right? <laughs> it never works out like that. You play your game and... and realize that you can't necessarily control the outcome you know what i mean it's yeah. like you start aiming instead of throwing the right. baseball and which is a fucking nightmare it you you <clears throat> i don't know why it happens like that but you can tell when a pitcher and it's something that contributes to the yips because it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy for a pitcher uh you lose control a little bit instead of going just like continuing to throw and finding a release point you start trying to aim and what you do is you stop short like this so none yeah. of your Oof, like that's a great pitch that's just filthy none of your pitches have the same uh velocity break or uh, just general movement right right you don't get the same spin rate that you normally would and you're basically throwing batting practice at that point so anything that does come across the zone it just gets wailed yeah. on it's like a bad impression of your stuff yeah. essentially that they can just crank Reed White wants to know if the Marlins still have a team. Uh, sort of. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm sure they'll be trading a lot of those pieces. <laughs> oh, wow. See, that's what, I mean, that's what you yeah. want to see he, out of Max. He, he could have done that to Hunter Renfro, and Hunter Renfro would be out. Yeah. Instead of, like, the, he, didn't even, uh, he didn't even make a move towards the curveball. He threw him uh, to get to the second strike. And if he had just thrown that same fucking pitch again, yeah, Hunter Renfro would have been out. Those two curveballs back to back were just absolutely filthy. Yeah. He couldn't do. I mean, he fell to a knee. Yeah, I mean so. it, that. That's that. I, I'm sure that's what Kranis told him. Like, hey, stop trying to get a double play and get an out. Yeah. Um, and you know that's something. Oof. That's something that happens to a pitcher. You get zoned in. Like, fuck these guys. I'm going to get this double play. Yeah. You know what I mean? And Freed has been good at that. The last two years, really, especially of zoning, like like when he just puts on his fuck you face, mm. you know what I mean? When he actually, like in the first inning of the game six of the World Series where he was just kind of like, dude, fuck this shit. They should not have two dudes on yeah. and nobody out. Like, I'm getting these guys out. He's thrown four consecutive uh, curveballs and, and no one's come particularly close to hitting one of them. No. Right? No. So, um, th- he's, this is Hura <clears throat> up now. Uh, he's seeing two consecutive curveballs. Uh, I would throw a low fastball right here. Uh, They're going curve again. Oh, no, it went no. fastball. He, he was trying to get a low fastball. Yeah. That one happened to be right down the goddamn middle. <laughs> uh, but it was 97, so you can get out of it a little Thankfully, bit. Thankfully, yeah. bats eighth. So. Like you, you have to, it, it's interesting these days with pitchers because there's so much tape on pitchers and there's so much tape on hitters. It's like more so than ever. Yeah. There's all these mind games going on. They have the iPads in the dugout now, so dudes come in from the field and watch their last at bat on the mm-hmm. iPad before they go up to hit. It's crazy. So you can't just pitch. Formulaically. Yeah, you can't just do it anymore. Like, all right, I, I got his uh, eye level up here with the curveball. He thinks it's going low. Now I throw a high yeah. fastball because dudes are looking for that shit now. Right. It's, it's, it, it makes the game better if you're a fan of, of 
the strategy the behind things it. That, yeah. yeah. But it makes it <clears throat> extremely frustrating if you're uh if you get one of these guys that tries to outsmart himself all the time, like you're Max Fried, you throw 97. Go throw 97. Right. Like That was a little bit like uh, Rick Riley was talking the other day with Mickelson, right? Tries yeah. to be 23% more yeah. clever. Than, I mean, that's what Max was trying to do. He's getting a little cute, like being like, yeah. I'm going to get the double play. I'm going to get yeah. out of this. And honestly, it might have been. <clears throat> do you think there was any part of him that was like, ah, dude, fuck that. I should have had that double play on Yelich. Uh, yeah, certainly. I'm getting it. I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna get that. I'm gonna. I can get it. But you gotta. You have to have a long and a short memory to be a pitcher. Yeah. I think. Uh, especially a reliever, I guess. Like starters are on the mound so much more that <clears throat> it just kind of happens. But if you're a closer, especially, and you get fucking rocked one night, you got to be back in. Yeah. Like Charlie Sheen mode the next night, tiger drinking tiger blood or whatever the fuck he does. Um. <clears throat> I want to talk about the Marlins again because my sincere desire is that the Braves get Jazz Chisholm at some point. <laughs> uh, I fucking love watching that dude play baseball, and he can definitely play shortstop. Um, <clears throat> what is his primary position? Is he's, a, he's a second baseman with okay. but he can play short. Um, I don't know if he would be as good as, as – at short as Dansby. I mean, his hands are good. I don't I mean, know about the arm. Right now, Dansby's a top 20 in wins oh. above replacement, basically on defense mm. alone. Uh, all right. Yeah, Cunha's we got Acuna leading off the inning. Top um, of the order coming up. I think he's 0 for 1 with a walk. Oh, uh, hit by yeah, pitch. Yeah. I'm sorry. God. <clears throat> I, was, I had uh, looked away when he was up. But, yeah, he, I knew he didn't get a hit. Uh, this is a good ballpark, by the way. I really like uh, Miller Park. I've never been... I've heard it's kind of a shit show. Like these- a, I mean, I would say not, maybe not today because it's the fucking work, working man's fucking, yeah. it's the businessman day or whatever the fuck. But if you go to a night or especially a night or weekend game, yeah. uh, everybody is pissed drunk. Yeah. Like I, t- I was t- talking to you guys about it before the show. <clears throat> the city of Milwaukee and the team have uh, colluded to, ooh, that's a tough pitch. Oof, man, that's, that's a strike. Um, they've colluded to or, or coordinated on buying up a bunch of buses. Um, and maybe it's the bar and restaurant association that has mm-hmm. something to do with it too. But these little short buses drive around, like a bunch of them drive around the city to all the bars and pick people up and take them to the stadium for free. It's pretty sick. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, and <clears throat> to be honest, when I lived in Wisconsin, it was kind of a thing to have two beers at lunch. Like really? still, yes. Even working in like politics and shit there. It was yeah. kind of a thing where, oh, we're going to lunch. All right, cool. I'll see you later. And then we would go drink two beers and fucking, uh, that, that was, <clears throat> it was common to do that. It was common for people just to be drinking in the office all the time. Love that. Um, uh, yeah, it's common to see babies in bars. Uh, <laughs> well, that's a, that's a, that happens a lot here, I feel like. Yeah. There's just like a whole industry in Austin where it's like, drink with your child. Yeah, why not? Um, there's a bar in uh, <clears throat> right down the street from where I lived on Piedmont Avenue in Oakland that had a oh, 3-2 pitch. Mm. Definitely not seeing the ball that great. Defensive swing there. Um, 
He got locked up last night by a fastball right down the fucking middle. On I two, saw that on two two. I'm like, yeah. yeah. I was like, what you, do you look? What were you looking? Why for? are you guessing on two two? Yeah, fucking, you're a, you're one of the best hitters in baseball. Just fucking react. Anyways, um, <clears throat> there was a place where it was like a a dog and cat rescue wine bar. Mm-hmm. So you go in and drink wine, and you can play with dogs like puppies and kittens and rescue dogs and shit. And if you want, you can buy one and take it home. Yeah, and you get drunk, so you fall in love yes. with them. And it's they, a pretty good business model. I yeah, think. it's not bad. <sighs> I do appreciate that. I mean, you know, it's a, it's beer country up there, like Miller oh, Lite yeah. and all that shit. They I don't mean, fuck around. I mean, Miller Lite, Hap, or uh, Laughing Cow, Happy Cow. What is it called? New Glazier, whatever the fucking. Beer I have no thing. idea what the what the Wisconsin micro brew scene is. Uh, Olson's up now, by the way. Oh one. Spot- Pass ball by Bur- Burns is still missing. Yeah, he's he's off. It's Spotted Cow. Spotted, spotted Cow. Spotted Cow. Okay. Kugels is up there. There's a bunch of fucking booze up there. Yeah, um, I mean that's <clears throat> they're like uh, Missouri in that way. Like, I mean, their biggest Fortune 500 company is alcohol. Yeah, so they're they like they like to drink, but I feel like Wisconsin even more so because they're just like these beefy Northern Midwesterners. Yeah, I don't think uh, I wouldn't say that people are just walking around pissed drunk all the time, but people. Uh, actually, so this is a good anecdote. I went to, um, <clears throat> I saw Bill Burr in Madison, Wisconsin, Yeah, which is a very sensitive place. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's like, uh, <clears throat> Madison is like, kind of like a Midwestern San Francisco in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. It's like, a college town. Yeah. But it's, it's more than just a college town. Like okay. it's one of the epicenters for progressive politics in America. Okay. So they're, as such, they are extremely butthurt about pretty much everything all the time, um, <clears throat> which made it, well, that was a great pitch, which made it super funny because Bill Burr came in to this like performing arts center to do a show, probably like four or 500 people in there, mm-hmm. and just immediately started talking about how thick the calves and ankles of Midwesterners were. It's like, what are you motherfuckers always walking uphill? And why is it I'm here in the wintertime and there's multiple people in shorts? Like, what's going on? <laughs> Uh, the real answer is that people have a light buzz on. It reminds me of like the <clears throat> one of the later seasons of Trailer Park Boys before uh, uh, Leahy died in real life. Um, he got a breathalyzer. Yeah. And he goes, I used to walk around at like 0.22, which is completely shit-faced. Yeah. But now I keep it at around 0.12, which <laughs> is right in the sweet spot. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that's pretty much Wisconsin. They keep it in the sweet spot. It's fair. So if you see somebody that's got multiple DUIs from Wisconsin, you know that person is basically George W. Bush. <laughs> like against all odds, you've managed to get a DUI. Person just really fucking overdoes yeah. it. <clears throat> Riley's up again now. Two outs. Look good. Good AB so far. Yeah. Two zero. It was nice to see him get into one because he's been pretty bad lately. The whole. I mean, the whole offense has been kind of unwatchable until again like the seventh inning last night yeah. or whenever it was Ooh, there uh, we go. There, that's, that's that's when he's good right yep. there that's how you know when he's staying on that ball and going the other way um yeah even you, i mean even more so than him crushing a ball 400 feet yeah because he can accidentally do that yeah like that is that's riley being. well that's what he did Three years ago, when he first came up, yeah, he had all those home runs, but they were all left field, yeah, more or less. He was just running into balls, yeah. Which I mean, he's a big, strong dude. He's six through. Whoa, bottom hand came off. Um, <clears throat> so I'm looking at Chisholm from his career. He's played like he's played 46 games at shortstop. 
Um, his range factor is the same at shortstop as it is at at uh, at second. Uh, he had more errors, though. I would imagine there's probably more throwing errors. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not too concerned about that, provided he's throwing the ball to Matt Olson, because right. he's going to save you probably 20 to 40% of those errors. Yeah, honestly. I mean, who the fuck was he throwing to in, in Miami? I don't even right? know like who their fucking first baseman is, to be honest. Hold on, let me look. By the way, the Dodger, some Dodgers writer or fan or whatever t- tweeted, uh, it was a blue check, so I think it was a writer or some famous Dodgers fan that I'd never heard of. Uh, that was like, Freddie Freeman just did this, and it was Freddie Freeman doing the splits to catch a ball. And I was, everyone was like, yeah, no shit. He all, he's all Yeah, he's been that. doing that for a long time. Like, get, put some respect on his name. He's like <laughs> one of the best defensive first basemen in baseball, yeah. motherfucker. Like, I've, been, I've been watching him do that for fucking 12 years. And how dude. much range factor can you even have at first? Like, that's the only thing that would stop him. Like, Olsen is, a, is slower than Freddie somehow. He is. That dude looks like he's running in quicksand. He's, a, he's like a Frankenstein. Whenever he hits a ground ball, I'm like, fuck's sake, man. This is, you could have hit a ground ball to left field and you would get thrown out. <laughs> um, their first baseman is Jesus Aguilar. Oh, yeah. I like Aguilar. He can hit. He's, uh, yeah, probably not saving too many balls. No, he doesn't look like, just from his face. Yeah. He looks, he's got a very Edwin Encarnacion face. Although <laughs> Encarnacion was surprisingly good at first base. Yeah, he base. could field. But no, not, I, not, not in the outfield, but in first base, he was pretty legit. Um, <clears throat> let's see. What are you guys doing today out in the, out in the fucking chat here? Just fucking jacking each other off. Oh, there Ooh, we go. Stayed on dude, that one. I, if Azuna and Riley turn it on again, I mean, this is the type of thing where we could rip off like five or six series wins in a row. Yeah. <clears throat> Which again, I was, I think we're seven games out. Oh, I don't care Something like about that. that. It's not, it doesn't matter too much. You just want to stay out of double digits. Yeah. Well, I just want them to win series. I don't really care. Right. Like the the Mets will cool off eventually. They're they're actually five and five in the last ten games. Yeah. Um, All right. So we're six and a half games out. That's perfectly yeah. manageable. If we win this game, <laughs> six. I mean, we'll gain a half game. Yeah. Depends on what the Mets do today. Um. Yeah. The whole NL East, uh, aside from the Mets, is all. Well, I mean, not the aside from the Mets. The Braves, Marlins, and Phillies are all bunched up. Mm-hmm. But, Six to six and a half games out. Phillies, uh, I wouldn't say surprisingly good, but better sooner than I thought than I thought they would be. But I mean, we liked the way that team was constructed, given yeah. you know <clears throat> that you can't just build a perfect team. Well, I just I, we they're getting a lot more out of um, Alec Bohm than I thought they would offensively. Yeah, um, I kind of figured he was going to have. <clears throat> I guess it's not a sophomore slump, although I don't really count that COVID year. He had a pretty decent year last year. Yeah. But he's he's improved uh quite a bit this year and it's like how many pitches he's seeing. Uh he doesn't walk very much, but he's he's having a pretty good year. We'll see if he can sustain that. Have it's, you seen speaking of the NL East uh what Buster Olney wrote today? Uh no. So, <laughs> he wrote an article. Who does he even work for anymore? ESPN. Like you don't see him on He's on broadcast. I just don't really watch ESPN broadcast yeah, very often because either. they're fucking terrible. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he's he's with ESPN. Buster only uh, wrote today. There's like a just 10, 10 X factors as the MLB <laughs> trade market heats up. Number one, will the Washington Nationals trade Juan Soto? Get the fuck out of here! Like, I mean, what would you? Rebe- I would rebel as a fucking fan if they traded <laughs> Juan Soto. He hasn't signed an extension. He hasn't done the Acuna. Or anything like that, right? So he like he wants a trout deal, a Harper deal. Yeah, he sh- and he should fucking get it too. Yeah. I-, I don't know if uh, <clears throat> I'm trying to think of anybody of his 
metal has ever been traded that young in their career. Uh, when did Miguel Cabrera leave Miami? Great question. But that was as a free agent, I yeah, think. Yeah, I think it was. But, I mean, if he doesn't sign... Like, if he tells them, I don't want to sign in Washington, maybe that happens. I don't know why right. he would say so that. So, Miguel Cabrera... Uh, I think he was like 26 or 27. Yeah, he was, it was 2007. So, he was 24, actually. Oh, shit. Well... But he came up when he was 20. So did Soto. Yeah. So it's the same track. Fuck, man. I don't know. That, that, that would be... A, and that's kind of the Marlins game. That's what they do. Yeah. The Nationals haven't really done that. Like, they had... Do you think there's any complacency there? Because they already got a World Series out of them? <clears throat> I mean, maybe, you got to think, think of it this way. Um, and, and by the way, like, Trey Turner's not old either. No, he was 27 when they traded him. And yeah, and, yeah. and he's a top 10 player. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, he's a he, top, he's, he's like a top five fantasy player. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I guess you have to think about it from an organizational perspective. Like, what, what value could you get out of him? I'm not saying they're going to make a deal. I doubt they would, but they let Harper go. Right. Right. They let, they traded Drake. But they Turner. let Harper go because Soto was there. Yeah. But that's, man, imagine both of those guys. Imagine them as your corner outfielders, right? And, right and keeping Trey Turner. And I know you're running into some salary issues at that point, but uh, <laughs> um, <clears throat> if you're uh, like, how likely are you to buy super nice wheels and tires for a shitty car? Yeah, you know what I mean. Man, so may, so maybe, maybe they're thinking of it that way. I don't think the so, Nationals are are that terrible that they should just get rid of him, though. That would be really surprising. No, it's insane. He's, I mean, he's the best p- pure hitter in baseball. Yeah. And he's, I mean, he's so good that his arbitration salary is 17 million. Yeah. Like, yeah. are you fucking kidding me? And they've got, <clears throat> their pitching staff is bullshit, but they've got Josh Bell, Michael Franco, uh, uh, they've got uh, uh, D. Gordon, who sucks this year for some reason. I don't know what's going on with him. But, you know, Soto and uh, Nelson Cruz won't be around much longer, but they, they've got some pieces there. What would you have to get for, and who would you trade him to? Like, who would you trade him to that would give you pieces back that, that have pieces? I don't know if anybody's got the draft capital that would buy a guy like Soto and be able to give him a long term. Because I mean, the uh, haul you would need, especially yeah. if it's prospects. <clears throat> yeah. Real quick, while the uh, Braves hopefully win this game and uh, keep going and all that stuff, I got some ads to read. If you love sports and you love making money, and you, you know, any of that, if you like doing any of that, then mybookie.com is the place for you. Not only does betting with mybookie.com make every game more exciting, but when you sign up using the promo code Drinking Bros, your first deposit is instantly doubled up to $1,000 with thousands of bets to make on all your favorite sports. Uh, there's no shortage of ways for you to win at mybookie.com. On top of having amazing lines and props, mybookie is also home to several exclusive contests and promotions. Uh, they do stuff for March Madness. They do stuff for college football, NFL playoffs, Super Bowl, all kinds of stuff like that. Also, amazing prop bets and stuff like that. Doko Dan likes to bet golf. All kinds of good stuff you can bet on mybookie.com. So get off the couch and get in the game with MyBookie and turn your love of sports into your new side hustle. Head to mybookie.com today and use the promo code DRINKINGBROS to get your first deposit instantly doubled up to $1,000 and start winning today. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. Which, how many of those fucking prospects that you're going to get back are 23? Yeah. Right? Like, he's the age of a prospect still. Just hold on. 
That's fucking crazy. Yeah. But like, it's really not. <clears throat> I mean, if dude, I, I, Buster Olney's doesn't like pull shit out of his ass. Yeah, like he's he's pretty. He's a pretty fucking good. Uh, uh, reporter like he doesn't he's not gonna like wildly speculate i mean everybody's gotta get clicks but yeah. like he's not crazy so freed's back out here by the way top of the fifth he's at 70 pitches what do you think they probably let him go this in one more inning assuming he's clean uh yeah maybe i mean if he gets if he goes through a quick inning i, I don't think there's a pitch count on him um it, it's more of a matter of how you want to set up your bullpen to close out this game um, yeah they they is they have an off day tomorrow or is it no, I mean, or yeah, uh, they should have an off day on Thursday. Yeah. Um, All right, <clears throat> two pitches to Caratini, so nice. So they they may get the bullpen in a little bit earlier, but Matzig is out on the 15 day DL now mm-hmm. <clears throat> with some soreness. Um, so they probably don't want to d- dig too deep into the bullpen, although they really haven't had to in this series so far. So that everybody should be relatively fresh. I mean, McEwen threw two innings last night. Mentor threw one. Will Smith threw point one, and yeah. then Kenley Jansen closed it out. So they, it's not like they overworked the the pen that much um i don't know i i, I leave it up to him he's he's mad he's your ace right yeah if he tells you he wants to go back out because you want him to have that confidence um but there's also no reason it depends on if the brace score more too and when burns comes out i think that's whenever burns comes out of the game the, Bra- the Braves are like all right cool. chill a little bit yeah how much do you think <clears throat> they want to win this series like, how much do you think that is valuable, <coughs> valuable to them as opposed to being like, all right, it's just another, you know, quarter mile in the marathon? You mean the Braves or the Brewers? Braves. Like, the Brewers want this series, I would assume. Yeah. But the Braves, uh, yeah, I mean, it's an important, like, we were talking to uh, Cam Haynes yesterday about what he thinks about when he's running and shit like that. Yeah. And breaking it down into segments and ac- accomplishing little goals as you're accomplishing a big goal. I think that's an important thing to do during the season. It's what one of the hallmarks of the success of people like Jordan and Kobe Bryant and shit, where mm-hmm. they, you know, find challenges for themselves and they also happen to benefit the larger goal. So yeah, they definitely want to win this fucking series. That's a good pitch right there. Come on. Nice wow. Pick. God damn that. Def- I don't know if is good. anybody's better at picking that than Olsen. I, I don't know if I've seen anybody, maybe Keith Freddy Hernandez was, or something. I mean, Freddie was pretty fucking elite at it. He was pretty good. I mean, I don't know. I, I like, uh, I like a left-handed first baseman sometimes. It helps for some stuff, but it's hard to argue with either one of those two guys. I mean, it's it's nice for, you know, dudes like Swanson and Riley in particular who can just basically, like, all I have to do is throw it at yeah. Olsen. Like, it doesn't really matter how I throw it at Olsen mm. as long as it goes at In the him. general direction, yeah. Yeah, you're fucking good to go. That was dirty. Man, that is not a strike, but it's close. It, that, literal, that, Burns literally didn't get that against Acuna yeah. last inning or last half inning or whatever. But yeah, Freed's looking good. Freed's Freed's dealing pretty decent. He's only thrown seven pitches so far mm-hmm. this inning. So <clears throat> keep it under ten. Ooh man, that's and a, that won't happen. No. Well, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. True. Uh, that's that's a nice stroke though. He left that ball up too far. Yeah. He well, wanted, I mean, even he, that that curveball or whatever that he planted at the top of the zone was a little seemed like it was a little floated yeah if you're gonna back that pitch up so if you throw a curveball that you get called strike and it's up in the zone one that that kind of uh nips the top end of the strike zone you got to go you have to change the eye level of the hitter or benefit from where the eye level is which means you have to throw a fastball up and out of the zone you can't throw a belt high fastball yeah. behind that pitch here's yelich um, again so yelich just saw a free last inning yeah <clears throat> so 
fresh eyes, hitting pretty well this season. He's been starting these. Uh, that that's the the change third, or slider. That's a changeup. That's a third time I've seen him throw a first pitch changeup to a lefty. That's not a typical pitch that a lefty throws to another lefty. It's interesting. Um, but what he's trying to do is it's the third time through the order. He's trying to upset his timing a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I I throw yeah inside fastball right here probably. Um, and he was looking, oh wow he was come on come it. on yeah, stay with it nice play. Um, <clears throat> God damn, that's some good defense. He was looking. Also, he stay, stayed under ten pitches. Yeah, he was looking for that uh, pitch and hit it hard. But you know, that's why you have a defense, I guess. Yeah. Are they saying that Olson's foot may have come off the bag? I think they're just looking to challenge. Uh, I think they might just think uh, that Yelich got there. I don't think he got there. <clears throat> we'll see here. Yeah, uh, maybe it is yeah. Olson's foot coming off the bag because. Yeah. No, but the they, they didn't miss that. The ump is staring right at yeah. it. Surprisingly, like with the balls and strikes are one thing. Some umpires are extremely good at that. I mean, like ninety-eight percent accurate on that. Some yeah. of them fucking suck. Like Koozie uh, last night. Yeah, Koozie's always bad. He's if you look on the list of shitty umpires for pitchers, he's up near. He's pro pitcher. He's like the top ten for pro pitcher umpires. Yeah, he's got a wide zone. <clears throat> but as far as uh, bang bang plays at first base, it's over ninety-eight percent that they get correct. I mean, it's incredible. I, I, I guess there's just a strategy to it. I'm told it's that they... It's sight and sound, right? Yeah, they look at the bag and listen for the ball hitting the glove. Yeah. But that's a lot, especially in a playoff game. You know? <laughs> like, everybody's raging and going crazy and shit. Um, <clears throat> some of the other fucking stuff in this article, are the Red Sox going to trade Xander Bogertz? Now, they've got a little bit more capital, political capital, to do that this year because the Red Sox are off to a, an absolutely terrible start. Right. Um, but man, if they start dealing away Devers and, and, and Bogarts after getting rid of fucking, uh, Mookie, that's not a good look for a team that is historically in the top five for, for salary. Right. Yeah. Not to mention the team that is literally, they've been the best team of the 21st century. Yeah. They've won four world <clears throat> series. They've, been, they've won a world series more than once every, uh, however many years. I mean, mm-hmm. like. Uh, once every five years, essentially, they've won a World Series. Like that's they've they've dominated the 21st century, and they've uh, I actually don't think they've lost a World Series this century. No, the last one they were even in before this century was '86. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, they, their pitching staff sucks. It's not good. I mean, their their entire pitching staff is full of like three and fours. Yeah. So Burns is back <clears throat> out. I don't think the Yankees pitching staff is terribly good either. They're just like Nestor Cortez is overperforming right now. I yeah. think he's going to come back to earth at some point. Italian too, right? Hasn't yeah. He, he's same, been better. Yeah. But I think by the time they come back to the, their, they regress to the mean, it's going to be too late. Like the, the Yankees are fucking crushing it this year. Yeah. Literally actually. Um, <clears throat> Aaron judge should have had three home runs yesterday and not two. But it's only a matter of time before his body disintegrates. I right? mean, dude, I, uh, any if, if they get a full year out of Judge and Stanton, like that team's terrifying. Yeah, that team. You, I mean, that, what the last time they did? Or did was Stanton on the team when they lost the LCS in 2017? Yeah, yeah. He had an 8.1 WAR that year too. Yeah, if he, I mean, he's fucking great. And that's all offense, by the way. He doesn't add anything to your defense, no. really. Judge I mean, is surprisingly like okay at defense. Yeah. But yes, he's got a, he's, he's okay at fielding. He's got a hose though. He's yeah. Got a really good yeah. 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 
Um, and he's a uh, giant Frankenstein, so he doesn't have to jump to reach yeah. up the wall. He's only played over 130 games twice in his career. Who, Stanton? Yeah. Ah, uh, no, Judge. Judge, yeah, doesn't surprise me. I mean, the last time Stanton, maybe not the last time, but one of the only times Stanton played a full year, get down, nah, he's going to get that, uh, was uh, when he hit, what, 50-something home run? I mean, he got mm. real close to 60, didn't he? Uh, I think he had 56 one year or 57. Let me look that up. You're talking about Judge, right? No, Giancarlo Stanton. Oh, uh, <clears throat> let's see. He had 59, damn. Yeah, that was uh, 2017. Same year, a different team. Okay, so that was actually, he was he did not play in that NLC or ALCS against the Astros. Oh, I thought you were talking about Judge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, Judge was, was there. Judge was there. Yeah. I mean, he had 38 home runs <laughs> in, in 2018, too. And then after that, I guess he played a pretty full year last year. 139 games Stanton did. So, yeah. all right. He's already got 10 homers this year. Yeah, if those two are together, fuck. That's... He's been pretty good in the, in the postseason as well. Um, career 382 hitter in 18 games in the postseason. They just can't keep him. They just can't get him there. Yeah. Uh, they can't win series. It's not his fault they're losing. <clears throat> Stanton has uh, kind of been a killer in the postseason as well. He's yeah. got his but last. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, okay, yeah. His last three, uh, Stanton's last three postseasons, although I guess you can't really count last year because he just played the play-in game. But uh, he still performed. Five twenty-three WRC plus, two fifty-four WRC plus, one twenty-five WRC plus. Yeah. So he's he's uh, yeah he's mur- he murders baseballs in October. Swanson's up now. What one out? Burns pitching. Burns is oh, oh man, that's his second hit batter of the game. That looked like he was trying. So that was ninety-six, but that's his cutter that mm-hmm. just slipped out of his hand. Yeah, uh, it makes you wonder if there's something going on with the ball today because both guys. I think Freddie's. I don't think there is. I think Freddie just lost. He was just trying to nibble too much and get that double play. But that's twice now that, uh, <clears throat> that Burns has completely lost control of his cutter, which mm-hmm. is just a close grip fastball, right? Instead of having your fingers split apart, it's just kind of a closer grip. Yeah. And you move your thumb based on where you want it to cut. Um, <clears throat> he may be developing a blister or something like that, too. Like, it's... <clears throat> Nolan Ryan used to have that problem. Then he started soaking his whole hand in pickled brine. Okay. To toughen up his fingers, which are some people do, like guitar players do it too. They, they'll use uh, sandpaper or something on the, to develop calluses and shit. Pickled brine apparently works really well. Doesn't uh, you dip it in pee-pee? tar and then dip it into nails and then dip it into broken glass? No, that's, that's uh, a kickboxer. Ah. Right? Isn't that the name of that movie? Or is there that, is a is that, no it's not blood sport no it's not blood sport i think it's kickboxer, kickboxer yeah. i think you're right yeah and then who made fun of it and dipping it in the chocolate and like the m&ms and the oh, candy? Yeah, i don't remember i don't remember uh but that was funny yeah sorry to derail your podcast no it's <clears throat> i'm always down with with jean-claude van damme talk on this yeah. that's fine that's fine with me i agree um Oh, sorry. I just got a text from Ross. I didn't know if it was the baby being born or not. That baby just doesn't want to be born. No. I mean, it just. do you think it just doesn't want to meet Ross? Probably, yeah. Oh, Duvall just missed out. That's his pitch, too. He loves that low fucking uh, yeah. breaking pitch. Do you remember that Van Damme commercial with Volvo with their automated trucks, and he's just doing the splits in between the two trucks? That was his thing, man, doing the splits. Yeah. Like, he's not a particularly good martial artist, but he can, he's an incredible athlete. You, you know your lane and you stay to it. Yeah, for sure. Like, <clears throat> if uh, it's interesting who uh, we decide from film is good and not good at martial arts, right? Who like, do we decide was good, Bruce Lee? 
Uh, Bruce Lee was a legit dude. Um, According to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. <laughs> no, Brad Pitt just took him out, yeah. Um, back in his day, uh, 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 what's his nuts? Um, the fucking... What is what's that motherfucker's name? Hang on, in the pitch. Um, <clears throat> the guy that does a keto. Oh, uh, Jean, uh, not we were just talking about Jean Claude, but uh, uh, Casey Ryback. What the fuck is his name? Steven Seagal. Steven yeah, Steven Seagal. 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 Oh. Like back in his day, he was probably pretty good at stuff. No, a keto is a is uh, but even even then, it's still dancing. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, Steven Seagal does keto? A uh, keto, not keto. <laughs> um, so you just, like, does Steven Seagal look keto to you? I was like, that diet clearly doesn't work. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> he's he's more on the he's he's vegan, but it's all donuts, I yeah. think. Uh, but no, they're like legit martial artists. Jeff Speakman, the guy that was in the perfect weapon, he was a legit one, but the the guys that are actually really good at martial arts don't get famous. Yeah. It's about like being athletic. But, I was about to be like, well, you have to be able to act too, yeah. but that's not Super well, not, not if you're Asian. You just have to act surprised because <laughs> Americans can't figure out what's happening. Right. Do you remember the first time you heard Jet Li speak? I do not. It was upsetting for me. Like I, the, the first time I remember seeing him was in Lethal Weapon 4, I mm-hmm. think, mm-hmm. and he didn't talk the whole time. I was like, man, this dude's a fucking badass. So, and then he started talking. He was like, I'm going to kill you. Like, no, you're not, dude. <laughs> I've oh. never heard him talk for that was reason. that in Romeo Must Die? Yeah, I oh, think God. so, yeah. Uh, that scene in Once Upon a Holly time in Hollywood was actually based on a real event when he was on the set of the green Hornet. Um, there was this guy, Gene LaBelle, uh, who was like a judo champion, uh, and was just tasked with, uh, putting Bruce Lee in a headlock. And from his martial arts studies that he had done, there weren't really many headlocks. Mm. It was a lot of striking attacks. So apparently that did was- he toss him into a car? <clears throat> I hope so. You got to assume, I mean, Chuck Norris was a legit world champion before he started acting. Yeah. So maybe, Maybe he like he fought in actual competitions and won and beat people, but yeah. it was like what was it fucking karate? It was right? karate. So I don't really count. I mean, that, karate, karate is like a point system, the same as like I, I, I don't know. Is that to, like in it's always sunny where Matt gets the point. Yeah, <laughs> yes. un, uncontested <laughs> point in an actual martial art competition. Um, let's see, some people in the chat are talking about it as well. Nope, nothing. Demerit is up now. If he gets on, Acuna's up. Burns is at uh, over 100 pitches. You think they kind of done with him after this inning, probably? If if Acuna comes up, do they let him finish off? In a two-run game, I wouldn't, no. Right? You would think it'd be time to... I mean, he's he's done pretty well against Acuna today, so maybe, but I I would... uh, Is anybody in the bullpen? Uh, They haven't shown anyone warming up them. I don't know if they mentioned it on the broadcast or not, though. Oh, Oh, come on. No. Got it off the end of the bat. That's too bad. Uh, Bummer. Yeah, it doesn't matter. So we're all done with that. <clears throat> um, that Freed's is, going back out, though. Yeah, he's. I, I think they're going to give him probably two more. We'll see. Um, I mean, why, why take him out at this point? Unless yeah. he, if he gets in trouble this inning, they, they might get somebody out, but we'll see. I think you really want the series win. Like, I think... For one thing, actually, I meant to say this earlier. I think they were pretty pissed that they blew that Padres series. Yeah. <laughs> and I think they're kind of of the mind of like, fuck this. Like, I want to take a seri- another series mm. from a good team. Yeah, I mean. And, and, and that is the type of thing. Like, that's a confidence builder. Because then who do they got next? Uh, 
Miami. Yeah, like then you can, you know, go in against these like second tier teams and be like, yeah, all right, we can we can beat people. We can beat motherfuckers. They're going to Miami and they're coming back for Philly and Miami at home and then they play they go on a West Coast trip to Arizona <clears throat> and Colorado where honestly they shouldn't lose a single game. Because Arizona's been surprisingly good. They they're good when uh <clears throat> when uh fucking Bumgarner's on the mound. Okay, sure. so here's a question I, I actually um looking at their looking at their upcoming games, literally from May eighteenth to June nineteenth. So for the next month, mm. this is I think this is a huge fucking month for the Braves. They get Miami, Philadelphia, Miami, Arizona, Colorado, Oakland, Pittsburgh, the Nats, and the Cubs. Uh, man. They need to win a lot of those games. They should win most of those series. If not they should all win all of those series. <clears throat> now, the A's is, a two game, is two games, and the Rockies, Pirates, and the Rockies and Pirates are four games. I think the, uh, like, I don't understand why Bumgarner is in Arizona. Because he doesn't care? I don't know, because there's more rattlesnakes to kill over there? Like, maybe. What, he, he's not thinking like a baseball player. He's just angry and wants to be somewhere that's going to make him angrier, maybe? Yeah, like, <laughs> like his... I don't his, know. his <clears throat> Does, does he seem like a guy that would have a good time in San Francisco? No, he definitely hates it there. I just don't know why he didn't, like, I understand why he went there because the, it was, uh, the money was good and it's, you know, whatever. But They were still, what year did he go there? They weren't, like, totally terrible when he went there either. Nah, he went uh, 2020, so. <clears throat> but he had a, he had kind of a rough se- season and a half. I guess. And he's young, too. Well, young-ish. Like he's, he's 32. Yeah, um, like he's not that old. People I, think he's like old as fuck because he's like Soto. Like he came up, he was on that 2010 Giants team, yeah. but he was like 20. And by the way, <clears throat> while we were shooting the shit about Bumgarner, Freed's up 0-2 on Renfro, like attacking him instead of fucking around nibbling. Yeah. So uh, he's going low and away here. Oh, boy. Darno got clipped a little bit with that foul ball. Yeah. <clears throat> All curves so far, I think. Yeah, I I would throw a high fastball up and out of the zone right here, uh, maybe low and in. But you at some point change the eye level. Then I throw the same change up to him that he got a hit on last time. Um, that's that's Max Fried attacking this guy. Um, looks like he's going low and in. Ooh, with the see you. Little so, break pitch there. Yeah, that was a nice pitch. We're going to know a lot about the Braves, I think, after this next month. Sure, yeah. You can't, you can't go 500 over, over those games. No. You need I mean, to win two-thirds of those games. Yeah, somebody, they need, a, they need some clubhouse leadership as well. You know, somebody to step up and fucking. Yeah, because after um, that, by the way, they get San Francisco at home for four, L.A. Yeah. at home for three. Then they go on the road to Philly. Uh, they On the road at Cincinnati, so that's fine. But then they get St. Louis at home. And then a series with the Nats, and then the Mets. Yeah. So, like, after that, <clears throat> this nice little cushy month or whatever, minus, I don't know, basically the Phillies, um, they, got some, they got some fucking work to close out the first half of the season. Yeah. Like, this, is, this, is, <clears throat> this next month is kind of, it's not going to, like, fully decide everything, but we're going to see where the fuck we're at. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> um, man, I really want... The Braves should trade for Bumgarner. That'd be pretty sick. I love actually. that dude. I'd be down with that. Um, <clears throat> yeah, th- it, this will be a a pretty interesting. Man, Taylor got two month hits. or so. Yeah. Two hits off Freed now too. 
both. both well, he, that, I think both he kind of well. he ambushed that pitch though. Yeah. Um. <laughs> the. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see. Um. The Braves get off to a strong start against these shitty teams and then get bored in the middle of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It happens. I mean, it's. <clears throat> I don't think you want a, a long run against shitty teams, um, especially if you're the kind of team that they are, which is like a come-from-behind kind of attitude because uh, that's not a strike. Come on, man. Um, <clears throat> you know, it's like the Warriors. They get bored. Mm-hmm. playing shitty teams. I mean, the, the I guess what the Warriors consider a shitty team is not the same as what a normal basketball right. team would, but um, good pitch. Good Lord. That curveball is fucking nasty. Just waved at that one. Um, <clears throat> yeah, we'll see. It, it'll, it'll definitely be telling. Um, you got to think the Phillies, the, that bad defense is going to catch up to them at some point. Yeah. So I don't know if even that's going to be that great of a series. It depends. Um, anything can happen. I mean, I'm, I'd be amenable if that's a four game series. So if we split with the mm. Phillies, whatever, that's fine. Um, there you go. But I mean, you need to be like doing shit, like sweeping the two games against the A's, taking yeah. three or four from the pirates, two or three from the Nats and Cubs, so on and so forth. I, I guess, you know, I, I could live with a split at, at, in Colorado cause Colorado's weird. And, mm. but yeah, <clears throat> like you need to be, Doing some fucking work. Uh, so what, one and two now against Telez? Freed closing it out. He's throwing three consecutive curveballs. Four, Four consecutive curveballs. He's really liking that pitch. Telez has put uh, the bat on a lot of balls. Mm. He fouled off a lot in his first A-B. Got a hit in his second A-B. Uh, he's, he might just be seeing the ball really well in general right now. Because, I mean, he's been mashing so far but I could use his fat ass grounding into a double play here. <clears throat> yeah, I can't imagine he runs very quickly. No. I mean, he's not even in the field today. He's DHing. In fact, he might just be DHing now most of the time. Yeah. I, I don't think he's that good in the field. <sighs> what does he usually play first base? He was last year. Hmm. Let's look. <clears throat> See what he's doing. I mean, they had McCutcheon <clears throat> at DH, but he's been out for a while. Because he's old as shit. How old is McCutcheon? 38, I think. Oof, man. Dirty. Just five consecutive curveballs. And he only really got close to the one he fouled off. Yeah. Uh, McCutcheon's 35. Oh, he's 35? God damn, dude. I mean, but he's been like a dead person for the last four years. Like, he won that MVP and then just his body. I don't know what happened. Um, Yeah, whatever. Mm -hmm. is only DH three games this year. It's mostly been first base. His his defensive war is minus three point three though, so yeah. it's not great. <clears throat> Brousseau, this is a a guy uh, that will put up like oddly okay numbers because nobody ever thinks about him. <laughs> if you're playing in a twenty team fantasy league, yeah. <clears throat> um. He's another one of those products of fucking Tampa Bay. That's just like a fucking a dude that if you use him correctly can. Ooh boy, fuck! Get that's that gonna off. be another run. Yep. Um, and a double. 
he's this is a good situation or a good example. He he's a guy that in in the right situation will perform. Yeah, but it's only in the right situation where he performs. Um, typical Tampa Bay shit. Like if there's a guy that Tampa Bay's had for a couple of years, picking him up from them uh, as a free agent is a good thing. I wouldn't trade with Tampa Bay. Yeah, and any like there's no fucking way. Trading with Tampa Bay would be like <clears throat> buying a used car from a known liar. <laughs> like it, it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense to do that. Like not even a known liar. It's just like that guy knows exactly when the car is useless. Yeah, it's like negotiating against Scott Boris or something. Yeah. Which, yeah. uh, by the way, that's Soto's agent. Agent. So yeah. maybe some of this stuff is because of that, right? Him not being signed to a long-term deal yet. I don't know what the Phillies have offered him, but. So you mean the Nats? Oh, the Nats. Yeah, I don't know what they've offered him, but man, I mean, how do you let a generational talent go? I, I, you fucking can't. Again, like I said too. So they offered him a 13-year extension. Uh, 13-year, th- $350 million. I wouldn't take that if I was him. Yeah. <clears throat> I, would, I would be looking more in, the, in like a six-, seven-year deal. So you're still in the middle of your prime when you get to sign another 10-year deal. Yeah, that's probably smart. Um, <clears throat> Which, why not? Yeah. I mean, look, let's say you get injured at some point. You still make a couple hundred mil, and yeah, that's, that's just your life. But if you, like, it's, it's a risk, but... Maximize your value, man. He he could he has the potential to make half a billion dollars in his career. Yeah, and not that's not even really a stretch to be honest. Like he could sign. Mike Trout <clears throat> signed a half bill what like three four years ago. No. So add in like two years. I think he's a he's a official free agent after twenty twenty four. Yeah. So or maybe in twenty four. Maybe in twenty yeah after yeah. twenty three. Um, because <clears throat> he came out when he was nineteen, so his service time at six years. Yeah, I think it would be twenty. After 23, that's, a, that's probably a strike. Um, so what's that? That's, he'll be 25 then. Yeah. So you sign a six-year deal. You're still 31. Six years. I mean, Freddie just got 250. Like he's, he's not going to get a Freddie Freeman deal. He's going to get a much better deal, oh, yeah. I would imagine. Oh, yeah. I am, uh, by the way, though, like I've said this before, I am a little concerned that he is Albert Pujols 2.0. Um, maybe. Like a yeah. definite Hall of Famer and all that mm. shit, but like. There are two very distinct halves mm. to his career. It's All possible. Right. He's got... Uh, Freed gets out of it. Just incredible patience and bat speed. Yeah. All He's right. fantastic. We'll see. Anyways, we got to go do another show. So we will see you the fuck later. Bye, you guys.